Tricky Kid Media Original, distributed by iHeartRadio. Are we ready to party? Need something fun to listen to on a weekend night? Or a long drive? And or just want to get down at any time? You've come to the right place. I'm Tabby Cat, and you are in the mix. You've watched his Twitch streams, learned from his YouTube DJ tutorials, laughed till you cried during one of his many podcasts. Now it's time to just dance with DJ Tricky Kid. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of In The Mix. I am your host, DJ Tricky Kid. Of course, you know me as AKA Roy Turner, or I should say Roy Turner, AKA DJ Tricky Kid. Hope everybody's having a great, great summer. I am so excited to talk with you this week. Uh, This is our summer concert tour roundup where we talk about some of the shows that we've already have seen some of the shows we're looking forward to when we do it right smack dab in the middle of summer today is wednesday july 20th 2022 again i hope everybody's having a fantastic summer i know y'all been asking and you ask and you shall receive yes the dj tricky kid mixtape uh both volumes will be released uh next week so Lots of stuff to look forward to, so let's dive in right now. Okay, so check it out, man. So I started the summer uh, doing something pretty cool, uh, if not a bit uh, strenuous. <laughs> I even talked about a, a portion of this trip uh, on our other show, Tricky on Tricky, on our main show, Tricky Kid Radio, look for a show called an episode called Tucson, Arizona, a cautionary tale, and I'll let that tell that story. But my family and I were going out to California. I flew my wife and uh, my little girl uh, there because my little girl doesn't, doesn't do car rides very well. And me and my little boy Miles, he's almost four. We decided to be road warriors, and we took the trip there. And uh, to see her brother, and I had business in town and things like that. And we started off by uh, something super duper cool was I was invited to go to the special Def Leppard uh, private show at the Whiskey A Go Go. And man, what a year they're having. And I thought about maybe telling this portion on yet our other program, which is called This Is Metal, but uh, I'm going to keep it right here. Um, very grateful to have been invited. Man, they are having one hell of a year. Uh, and this was all part of that. They have a brand new album uh, that was coming out literally the next day. So this kind of served as uh, several things. Uh, one is like a like a warm-up for, speaking of tours, the big tour uh, that had not yet started. It is started now, of course, is the big stadium tour. It's been delayed for like three years because of COVID and the pandemic and all that. Of course, with our faves, uh, Motley Crue, along with Poison uh, and uh, <clears throat> Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. That's going to be one hell of a tour. I'm so super forward to looking forward to that. Uh, hitting Texas. I know they were having some issues with, like all this time. And, and I think like the first day, like Tommy Lee comes out and he's like got broken ribs. And Jimmy or Tommy, uh, the guy that filled in for Bill Ward on the Black Sabbath tour. I think he filled in. He's he's a he does a hell, he does a hell of a job, man. They're, they're lucky to have a guy like that with those kinds of chops. That's not already committed to yet another band, one hundred percent. Just a kind of a work for hire kind of guy. Anyway, um, 
but yeah, man, it was fantastic. Uh, again, I'm having a, a huge year. So again, it served as a warm-up for that. Second is also as a kind of a release party for their new album called uh, Diamond Star Halo. And then also they recorded it there at Whiskey A Go-Go and aired it the next day on Sirius XM to launch the Def Leppard channel. And if you're a subscriber to Sirius XM, you know there's a lot of bands that have their own their own channels as they should, like the Stones and the Beatles. And sometimes they'll they'll give somebody their own channel briefly, like Prince and and it'll it'll come in and out. I'm waiting for for the Van Halen one. That needs to happen soon, uh, and hopefully we can we can see that. Um, but yeah, man, getting to go to the whiskey. Oh yeah, and they're also being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in December. This is like you know, Def Leppard maybe like like the '80s are back, man. You know, and I, I hope you'll check out our other show, Growing Up '80s. We have a great Stranger Things episode where about them finally tackling uh, the metal of the '80s and. And man, for all you Eddie Munson fans out there, that was me, bro. That was that literally was me. I can show you pictures where I looked like that in a Metallica shirt, playing D and D in in the eighties. Like that was literally me and my friends. But uh, I'm so glad to see uh, you know all these young people getting turned on to this stuff. And and I'll talk about this more uh, on that episode. But check out Growing Up '80s. It's available now, on, of course, on iHeartRadio as well as Spotify. Just type in Tricky Kid Media or uh, Growing Up because there may be a few out there, you know. But you'll see it. the The podcast art is me. Literally, it's a photo of me holding my Atari that I opened on Christmas morning, December twenty fifth, nineteen eighty two. The fortieth anniversary of that. So how 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 freaking cool is that? Anyway, um. So, uh, so much great stuff there. Uh, the show was fantastic. Uh, I, I've only been to the, to the whiskey a few times and hadn't been in a long time. I used, when I would go out to LA, I would spend January's and April out there. Of course, I would always would go by, uh, the rainbow bar and grill. And, and of course, Lemmy was always hanging out and shit. And that was always so cool. And, you know, I've been to the Roxy a couple of times and, uh, but I hadn't been to the whiskey in a minute. So, I almost had forgotten how small it was, you know. So this was just a great, great, great fun night. And uh, I'm actually going to play a clip for you right now from the exclusive Sirius XM Def Leppard show. And we'll be right back with more DJ Tricky Kids in the mix. Summer Concert Roundup.
Thank you very much. Okay, that was, uh, that was new. This one, not so much, but you might know it. All right, let's keep this party going. Uh, throw you a little curveball here. I, I mentioned how like I'd been at the Roxy. Well, the last time I was in L.A. Uh, in, in for the final Slayer shows at the Forum in November of 2019, before, before the, co- uh, the pandemic began, uh, I also went to, speaking of, again, it's like I only go to the Sunset Strip, it seems like, for like a private event or something, but uh, Lip Biscuit uh, was having a, a private fundraiser at the Roxy, and I went, and I got invited, and I was very happy to be invited, and it was a great time. Say what you want about Lint Biscuit. Uh, I, I'm not here. I'm not an apologist, and I'm certainly not here to defend them. I, and they, the problems that out there that you might have with them, I probably have those, take up those same exceptions but i'll say this it's not enough to keep me away from their live show because it's a fucking blast and and i kind of like what they're doing now they're very very you know comfortable with like at one point oh yeah you know we we have to shun us being like this old thing and we're trying to keep up and it's like man let it go they have a new record uh out i I think it's called something insane like the stampede of the disco elephants or they, they always had very crazy album titles and the first uh, track is a song called Dad Vibes, which is pretty funny. Uh, I mean, that that's him. I mean, that's like embracing it. And that and once you become yourself, you can't help it but thrive, man. So while I was in California, I have some friends who live out in the desert. Shout out to my boy and my man, Dave Ketching, of course, from Eagle to Death Metal and, and, and Rancho de la Luna Studios and the history with Caius and, and Queen to the Stone Age and all that great stuff. And... Um, 
So I was out in the desert, and there's a place out there called the uh, the Toyota or the Honda. No, the Honda Center. Thank you. I get the car buildings mixed up. And I actually returned there a week later uh, for the debut of AEW's wrestling that that started that made their West Coast LA debut. Uh, night on Wednesday, it was at the uh, the forum or or not the forum. Sorry, the uh, yes, thank you. It was at it was at the forum. Um, wasn't it? It was. Yes. Okay. Thank you. And uh, and then two days later, it was out at the same place. So I went to the to Honda building out in Ontario, California, in the middle of the desert. Two Fridays in a row, I was out there. And uh, I hope you'll check that out on our other program. Of course, this is wrestling. Uh, and that's of course available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, anywhere else that you get your um, podcast. I don't want to give a quick shout out. Talk about things that are coming up and wrestling. Your boy is going to be hosting a, a, an awesome uh, SummerSlam party on July 30th here in Dallas, Texas, the Dave and Buster's on North Central Expressway. Get there early. You'll be able to meet. Uh, Texas style wrestling's Rodney Mack and of course his wife Jazz both WWE alumni and awesome people and of course as you know I have been doing commentary for Texas style wrestling and you should get the TSW app right now and go to TSWplus.com and to get tickets also for our next event which is August the 13th in Irving Texas at the Southern Junction so that takes care of a little bit of that. But yeah, man, Limp Biscuit was a freaking blast in in the desert, man. I had such a good time. And uh, you know what? How about this? Let's let's play a new Limp Biscuit song right now. And the album, to be clarified, is actually is called Limp Biscuit Still Sucks. <laughs> Which, you know, you gotta love the self-awareness, right? You know? Uh, so anyway, uh, so we're going to play a track. Instead of doing dad vibes, check this out. This is a song called Turn It Up, Bitch. <laughs> Again, you got to love it. So turn it up, bitch, and check this out. And we'll be right back with more DJ Tricky Kids in the mix. from the 
trash, hell yeah Everybody needs some more cool fucked up bang your head shit So turn it up bitch Everybody needs some more cool fucked up bang your head shit So turn it up bitch I mean, is that not a fun track? I mean, regardless, I mean, come on, man. And you're going to hear a little bit of that, of course, on the upcoming DJ Tricky Kids uh, Volumes 1 and 2, the Summer 22 mixtape dropping next week. Make sure you stay tuned here and make sure you're subscribing. Okay, so you, you, you think, what is the only, all you did while you were in, in LA was go to concerts? Well, no, I did a lot of more things, but I did go to quite a few. And then the third and final one that I went to, I mentioned how I went to see, I covered AEW's de LA debut at the Forum. Man, just two, literally two miles up the road, the minute that I left the AEW show, that of course ended early because of the West Coast time thing, I went over to the QT Arena to see Jack White. And he's, talk, that's another preview thing, he's got two records uh, coming out this year. Uh, one is actually already out, it's called Fear of the Dawn. And then the other one uh, is called Entering Heaven Alive. It will be out later uh, this year. Now, I'm not going to play a song from, from every concert artist that we saw, but um, I'll, I'll save that for you there. But that was a great show. Uh, we've been enjoying a lot of fun stuff with Jack White. He um, has a baseball factory. I'm sorry, excuse me, a baseball bat factory that you probably have seen called Warstick. Uh, that he's one of the business partners is Ian Kinsler, who is, of course, from Detroit, where he's from, but also played with the Texas Rangers. And they have set up shop and have their main flagship headquarters here in Dallas in Deep Ellum. And if you go to our uh, social media, you can see yours truly going into what they call Battle Hall and hitting a, and doing some batting practice there, which is great. So if you're ever in Deep Ellum, it's right there. I think it's on the corner of Main and, and, and I think it's Crowdus there is what it is. And it's a it's it's very Jack White. There's like a lot, you know. There's like a a latte shop, and there's a lot of, um, you know, taxidermy. But then you can also can see them making the bats in the very bottom of it. There is a speakeasy where he actually performed the night that they opened, and we were there. They do a lot of charity baseball sandlot games out here, and he's just a, an enthusiast. And so we've been been enjoying a lot of what he is been offering and, and bringing to uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And I also lied because <laughs> I didn't just go to three concerts in Los Angeles. I went to four. So I guess Limp Biscuit, Jack White. What was the first one that I said? Oh, yeah. So Limp Biscuit, Jack White. Um, what was the other one that I talked about? Oh, yeah. Hello, Def Leppard. Durr. Uh, okay. And then now number four, to throw you a curveball, is right before we left to go to California, we saw the New Kids on the Block mixtape tour. Speaking of mixtapes, that was my segue. Just check out the, the Tricky Kid mixtape. Oh, man. The mixtape tour is such a freaking blast. Those guys, I don't care what you say. Like, dude, Limp Biscuit and... New Kids on the Block. This should be on your Growing Up 80s show. Yeah, and it will be. But I'm telling you right now, those shows are the best, dude. Like they know what they're doing. Like they instead of like, here's three opening acts that you may or may not remember. 
and you're going to sit through three or four or two or three sets of that. And then they come out and do their, no, they do this incredible thing where they come out first. It's like, it's like listening to a mixtape. They come out first and then there'll be a B stage where you'll have like a Rick Astley or a salt and Peppa or, or in this case, both salt and Peppa and in Vogue and Rick Astley. The whole thing starts off with Vin from Naughty by Nature and uh, and the, the other guy, the DJ guy, and they do this thing called uh, like Slugger thing, and they have like a lounge, and they do they play all these joints, and it's almost ninety percent, you know, screaming women that grew up with this stuff and bringing their daughters. It's just so much fun. And uh, my wife took me uh, a couple years ago when my girl Debbie Gibson and Tiffany. You get to see Debbie Gibson and Tiffany in the same night, you know, along with Salt and Pepper. And I think Naughty by Nature was there. Just a great long night of great music. So I was so looking forward to doing this one. And it was so funny was that the last time I saw it, I guess I had a trip to Los Angeles planned. And like by the time I got to L.A., I'd like had followed the tour. And so I saw it in Los Angeles two more times at the Hollywood Bowl. And at here's where I get again the, um, the the car buildings confused. There's another one in a- in Anaheim, and I think that that is also I think that's the Toyota Center. So I saw it out there. Well, it's crazy that the same thing happened. Like literally, I saw it here in Dallas, and by the time I got to L.A., it was there, and I saw it two more times. Uh, formerly at the Staples Center which is now called like the cryptocurrencyarena.com doesn't quite have the quite the same ring to it does it and uh, and then back out uh, and then I saw where I saw it before at the Toyota building in Anaheim and that was a crazy day because I had spent the whole day at the Star Wars celebration if you're thinking man you, you're killing it in LA yeah bro I went to Def Leppard Star Wars celebration Nam uh, you'll be seeing an episode about that the Nam show and tons more. So anyway, I went to that then, which is which is in, at the Anaheim Convention Center. Then drove three miles up the road, went to New Kids on the Block, uh, and again with Rick Astley, Salt and Peppa, In Vogue, uh, such a great time. And then later, even that evening, I went a few miles down to some place called La Santa, and saw this great and co- actually when I say saw, I covered, I shot the photos and everything else for this great uh, burlesque thing that's so badass. It's called Little Miss Nasty. And I saw it in Vegas a few years ago before the pandemic, and they just blew me away. It's everything you would want. It's like, you know, of course, hot, good-looking women that can dance and are sexy and the kind of women that I'm also very much attracted to, kind of the, the bad girl, tattooed kind of thing, but also just kind of the you know kind of naughty but 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 strong and fierce and i don't mean but i mean but and also and but this was at a club with like a little with well, the stage was only about you know maybe maybe two feet high even if that so they were right there in your face and it was fantastic and of course you know uh so we have another show <laughs> Called Aft called Tricky Kid After Dark, and I hope you'll follow that on Twitter. Just go to um, excuse me, go to TK After Dark, and you'll see it. All the pictures that I took are on there, as well as on our website, which is tricky-kid.com. And what a what a crazy crazy night that was. So anyway, so the mixtape tour, you know, may have been um, maybe my favorite so far. But speaking of that stuff, 
And speaking of doing a lot of stuff in one single night, as you know your boy does, you know, check it out. So after we get back, one of the first things I did was, speaking of my girl Debbie Gibson, and I'm looking at my Debbie Gibson 2022 calendar that hangs on my wall right here, by the way. And so earlier that day, did something nerdy, just like out in California. We covered the the Fan Expo Dallas and uh, lots and lots of great guests. Of course, you can hear all about that on our Growing Up 80s uh, program. Again, check that out. We also have its own feed. That's It's Growing Underscore Up 80s on, uh, on Twitter. Make sure you check that out and you're subscribing. But we did Fan Expo Dallas that day, and then I hauled ass across town um, to go to the House of Blues to see Debbie Gibson and finally being able to support her fantastic fantastic new record which is called the body remembers it's like her first record in like 20 years and that thing has been on like my on heavy rotation on everything that i like when i'm in the office that's kind of been the album i've been playing the most it actually came out last august but the tour just 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 now getting um underway here and it was a great great night man it was so good to see her how is she still that hot the, i mean because she was just so i was so in love with her in the 80s whenever i was a teenager and so was she and now she's only a few years older than i am but my god how is anybody just so that fine dude and just and especially, you know, not just like for her age, she's just hot and just outgoing and wonderful. And the show was fantastic. I loved it so much. We love you, Debbie. We love you forever. And check out The Body Remembers. And then later that night, if you can do it, if you can believe it, like I said, a, a, a trifecta uh, that evening went down, back down to Deep Ellum uh, to the legendary trees uh, to see uh, the legendary Jizza from obviously from the Wu-Ting Clan. Now, I had missed the opportunity to play chess with him earlier that day. Anyways, I was saying, I was surprised to learn, uh, I can't believe it's already been almost a year since Debbie put out that record, but uh, I've been playing it a lot. And something else that was pretty cool as part of uh, Record Store Day this year, uh, I really like what they've been doing with Record Store Day, how they've been doing this, like these like drops. Because used to, Record Store Day was once a year. Well, hey... We want to do it more than once, and, it, and it's good for, for you know for those stores uh, to having to count on that one day boost. So they've been doing these regular uh, bumps, and so she did a duet, of course, with "Lost in Your Eyes" with uh, with Joey McIntyre from uh, <clears throat> excuse me from New Kids on the Block. And when they did the mixtape tour in 2019, they came out and did that as a duet, and. Um, so they've released that on an amazing picture disc. It was a great record store day, as well as got a lot of great stuff, including finally Prince. Uh, they came out with, uh, they released The Gold Experience from, I guess, was that 94? Was that 95? Uh, and again, once again, I hope you're checking out our Prince the Encore uh, show, which, of course, you can get on iHeartRadio and, of course, Spotify and anywhere that you get your podcasts. We have a great series going on right now. We just celebrated Jill Jones's 60th birthday with a whole week of events and, and lots and lots of great content that you can see there. Please follow that feed as well under Prince the Encore under Twitter. And make sure you're checking out uh, the videos that we made on YouTube for on uh, Tricky Kid TV. And while not musical, but to round out that incredible weekend again with Debbie Gibson and Fan Expo and uh, and the Jizza, 
from Wu-Tang. Uh, I haven't talked a, too much about that just yet, so, so let me say that first. So the show with Trees was actually pretty good. I love him, uh, and I, of course I love Liquid Swords. I was wearing my Liquid Swords uh, uh, Converse. I did miss out on the chance of playing chess with him earlier that day. Obviously, like I said I was busy. Uh, but I would like to eventually hope to get a chance to do that. And, and you also might get a chance, too, because I know that he sees that as a revenue source. I don't think it's cheap. I think he and I were going to be able to play as me as a member of the press. But if you want to do it, you better be really into it because it's not it's not uh, cheap. I believe he's, he was charging like 300 to do it. And uh, he's, gonna, he's also going to kick your ass in like 90 seconds. So just that, that <laughs> just be forewarned. But uh, just a photo op alone, I think, we, or just in the experience. But... Anyway, uh, he is hit or miss live, I'm going to be honest with you. And this was definitely a hit. I really enjoyed that. And then that Sunday, uh, Pat Oswalt. Of course, it's not uh, music but uh, for me to play. But, man, I love him so much. I'm sure all of you do as well. And speaking of 80s, of course, he was the voice of on uh, the Goldbergs. And he's this incredible comedian. But, man, what a great. He's one of those guys you just like. You just He's just such a good guy that you just want to He's very lovable, but he's also funny as hell. I was screaming laughing. It was such a good time. And something else, a little non-musical, even though they use music uh, in their acts, was that, man, I got to see and cover and photograph uh, Cheer live. I've been obsessed with that show uh, since it started. Uh, season two was a little weird because I don't really want to get into that, but there was some... Um, I don't know. Unfortunately, the show suffered some 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 controversy that was very unappetizing, and I was it kind of soured it a little bit for me. I was unable to kind of. I don't think I've even finished season two, but uh, but it, it's still you know we're still excited to see the tour. And I'm actually even sorry I even brought that part up. But anyway, uh, I took my kids to meet the cast uh, here at Stonebriar Mall before the tour started. Their main gal, Monica Eldama, uh, was on a book tour, and she brought the whole gang with her. And at these at these athletic stores, Rebel Athletic stores, uh, and stores all over America, and started right here in Frisco, Texas. So, but the tour was awesome, man. It, cheer live, man. It was so great to see them do that stuff. And it's speaking of revenue streams, it's like, wait a minute, we we have a show here. Um, you know, it's like people love to watch the show and of course we're doing these little meet and greets and hi and stuff like that but wait they want to see us actually do this like this is a performance that people would pay to see and they're so hot shit right now let's do it so they had to figure out a way to put all of that together to make it like a stage show now i will say this first of all how would that work how do we turn uh, you know, cheer routines into a two-hour kind of, to, to, you know, to vaudeville. How do we turn cheerleading into vaudeville? And that's what they attempted to do um, with hits or misses. I'll, I will say one thing. They, they seem to have been trying so hard uh, with the jokes and the bits and this is not whatever. It was so canned. It had a very canned feel that was at times very, very cringe-inducing. Uh, uh, but uh, the crowd that was there didn't give a shit. It was always obviously, you know, mostly young, very young girls, uh, in, in interested or already involved in cheer that were there to see their heroes, you know, do their thing, like Gabby Butler and Morgan and um, 
all the whole gang and and that was obviously the best part the part that the story they were trying to weave to link it well, it was was pretty weak but uh hey it was her first time doing it and you know what do you do but uh anyway but shout out to them that was that was a lot of fun all right uh so we're gonna take a quick break right now and fill you in on some other great stuff that we're up to and we'll be right back and we're gonna get back to the rock and roll here and we'll talk about the sonic slam tour with tom Kiefer from cinderella la guns and my dude's faster pussycat we'll be right back tricky kid radio is distributed by iHeartRadio and is available on spotify apple podcasts and the google play store Subscribe for free on the iHeartRadio app or on your favorite podcast platform. Subscribe to Tricky Kid TV on YouTube.com for a stunning visual look at all the fun we have here, plus exclusive content, short films, and more. Follow us on social media. Our Twitter handle, at TrickyKid2, type Tricky Kid Radio Podcast on Facebook, and DJ Tricky Kid on Instagram. Speaking of which, subscribe now to Roy Turner's alter ego DJ Tricky Kid's amazing Twitch channel at twitch.tv for retro gaming, exclusive DJ sets, as well as DJ instruction and live streaming of Tricky Kid Radio, where you, the audience, can participate and interact with our guests. Don't miss a single stream, so you can be up to date on the latest on all things Tricky Kid. Subscribe now at twitch.tv slash DJ Tricky Kid. Hey folks, Steve Y here, sunny Southern California, and you are listening to Roy Turner on Tricky Kid Radio, so turn it up. All right, all right, all right. Man, summer's heating up. You know, a lot of people kind of go by, you know, the school year, which you can't do that anymore. You know, it's just, you know, used to whenever I was a kid, uh, you got out of school um, at, you know, right before, you know, right after Memorial Day or, or before Memorial Day, whatever, or Memorial Day weekend was kind of like what started summer. That was the beginning of summer. And then Labor Day was the end. You did not go to school one day in June, July, and definitely not August. You know, I remember one year we had to go in June, like second, because of some snow days or something. But, and God, the, the student body and the faculty wanted to freaking riot over it. Uh, so anyway, so summer actually doesn't start until, and it almost seems like a little too late if you go by the actual, you know, officially the solstice, because summer began like June 20th, I think it ends September 20th, and my little boy started Montessori school, so it's just, uh, for the summer, and it's, it's a little weird, you know, so I'm trying to, 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 to remember, wait a minute, even though it's July 20th, we still got over 60 days of summer left which is two full months so man we're in the dog days right now and and speaking of the dog days uh i thought it was kind of cool uh the sonic slam tour came through town instead of having to go all the way to dallas right here in plano just up the road literally up the road from us is this great place called legacy hall it's this three-story kind of like a like a food court theme park <laughs> that's the best way to describe it they have every type it's like not your typical food court of like you know popeyes and chick-fil-a it's like all fine and there's even like a, a wine vending machine thing called vino topia whatever and they have this great uh box garden um uh out there with live acts normally it's 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 tribute bands my man del brock who manages the toadies is actually the booking agent there 
And so you might be seeing your boy up there also DJing pretty soon. But normally it's like we go up there to see the tribute acts. There's a great one in town called Ramen and Stillin that do a great tribute to the Beastie Boys. And we've seen a few others. But every now and then, because of Dale, they're starting to kind of get these road shows. And they got this one. Tom Kiefer. L.A. Guns and Faster Pussycat. Now, Cinderella was my very, uh, my first concert ever was in Little Rock, Arkansas in August of 86 uh, with David Lee Roth in the Edelman, legendary Edelman Smile Tour. Opening was Cinderella. So technically the very first professional band I ever saw play live was Cinderella. And they always kind of have a piece of my heart because of that. So I was glad to see Tom Kiefer. L.A. Guns, I, I got to be honest, in one of those bands I, I just never got into. I don't know too much about. And faster, I'm wearing a faster pussycat hat right now as I'm talking into this microphone. So obviously, you know how much I love them. It was brutally hot outside, though. Uh, talk about, I mean, that that's a summer show right there when it's like it's a, the outdoors thing and all that. But it was great fun. The guys in faster pussycat, of course, they didn't. Uh, they still came out in their black and leather, but they just uh, wore shorts. <laughs> even even Timey, the singer. Uh, but in speaking of, of people who can't take the heat, uh, Main Gun, Tracy Guns, apparently that dude, he did something pretty pretty unusual. He was saying he, he you know, but good for him, to, you know, the show must go on. He found a way to make it happen. He, before the show, posted something on, I think it was Facebook, that said, hey, those that know me suffer, uh, know that I suffer from, from anxiety. And for the most of the part, you know, for the most part, I, I keep it under control. Now, as somebody who, who me, I also suffer uh, with mental health and, and, and my mental health and, and deal with anxiety issues and stuff. And like him, I too, uh, for the most part, I'm able to kind of keep it under control and without medication. Uh, but a trigger for him apparently is is extreme heat or just playing outdoors. I, I don't know. I mean, he, they're from California, LA Guns. Um, but I don't blame him. And I, and I know a lot of people were saying, well, shit, dude, you booked the tour. You had to know it was going through Texas. And, you, you know, dude, fuck off. Anyone who says that to them, fuck off. Okay. They were invited on the tour by Tom Kiefer through all their management. They have no idea where the hell they're playing and what the, what, what is he going to do? Go online and look up 60 venues and, and to ensure that they're outdoors now, that they're not outdoors or, or in the heat. Now, their tour manager could have maybe, when he advanced the show, could have potentially gave him the heads up. So uh, I, it was clear he didn't know this until sound check, until he was like, uh, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I am going to play in the bathroom backstage, and I'll do it live on Instagram so people on the Instagram can watch me actually perform. And, and the people that are there live won't actually see me, which they should have maybe broadcasted it out, Some found some way to make that happen. I guess that, that would have taken a little bit much, too, because he can just hold up his phone while he's playing in the bathroom. But how would you then send that signal out and then, you know, whatever. Maybe also necessary. But it was a little weird, too, because you were seeing L.A. Guns up there without Tracy Guns in person, but you were hearing sounds and not seeing where they were coming from. It was very unusual. And then Tom Keeper came out and just killed it. It was a very, very hot, hot night, but a lot of fun, man. I really, really enjoyed it. And I think that tour is still going on uh, through the entire rest of the summer. Uh, so, again, Sonic Slam with Tom Kiefer, L.A. Guns, and Faster Pussycat. And listeners, of course, know uh, how much I love Faster Pussycat. And I hope, of course, you're following along on our Twitter account for our metal show, This Is Metal. 
Uh, and so just go to at this is metal two, and it's also I didn't want to start a separate Twitter feed for our Van Halen show because we only aren't doing we're not doing weekly or even monthly shows; those are specials. But I have those on there as well, so you'll see it as this is metal slash Sinner swing, which is the name of our Van Halen show. But uh, people know listeners don't know how much I love Faster Pussycat, and I go see them. Uh, at least once a year, maybe twice a year in, in the last five or six years. And what's crazy, going to see them now is kind of like going to see the Super Suckers. In fact, they even cover um, a couple of Super Sucker songs um, in concert. It's, it's like seeing this whole cowpunk thing. Uh, but they're kick-ass, man. And they actually have, and it looks like they're actually working on some new music for the first time in forever. And they have a great new track as kind of this tribute to, to New Orleans called NOLA. And I'm going to play that for you right now. And we'll be back with more with DJ Tricky Kids in the mix.
this is Sunny Suicide, and you're listening to Tricky Kid Radio with Roy Turner. Thank you so much for listening. But I'll tell you what tour that I did not see, unfortunately, and that was <clears throat> Canadian metal legend Anvil. And I'll tell you why. And to no fault of their own, I assure you. But uh, and this is gonna be more of like a like a another cautionary tale. I'm 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 been kind of into telling those lately. Is this after a crazy another crazy ass busy weekend? I went out to what we call Mid Cities, which is between Dallas and Fort Worth. I live in North Dallas, in a little town called Frisco. And there's an old theater way out there in Fort Worth called the Ridgely Theater. And I have a lot of great memories there of DJing and seeing a lot of great shows, including even wrestling and spending New Year's Eve out there. And the theater itself is still there, but it's still not in operation. But in the building that it's in, they're still kind of using the name to have these, these little couple little clubs there I didn't know that and so when I thought I was going to something called the Ridgely Room I for whatever reason I thought well actually on the flyer it actually says Ridgely Theater and I was like man I hadn't been to the Ridgely Theater in a minute so I thought all right cool man I go out to get and see Anvil and of course you know you guys know who Anvil is again I hope you're checking out our this is metal uh podcast make sure you're subscribing to that uh, on Spotify and iHeartRadio and follow along at this is metal 2 on Twitter and I was excited to go, and but I couldn't quite get an answer about who the opening at. I mean, like you know exactly what time, until we landed on eleven o'clock. And here's what I was afraid of, and this is my cautionary tale: <clears throat> when you go to see a band play, and you see that there's the headliner that may be whatever past their prime, or, or typically this typically happens with, with older acts. And this is not the act itself. This is the promoter I'm talking about. And when you see that, and then you see like five openers, like five or six openers. In this case, I think there were actually seven. I think doors opened at like four o'clock or something in the afternoon. And first band went on at five and played it in front of like probably, you know, their 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 parents. Well, okay. I know when you're in a young, you're young and you're in a band, you don't care. You just want to play. And you also need validation from from your parents and other people that, hey, what I'm doing matters. What I'm doing deserves your attention. What what I'm doing deserves your support. And I get that. And the way to get that support is by playing live. And they're so eager to want to have that that they're willing to take any gig possible, including incredibly shitty ones like this. Where and but there's promoters out there that takes advantage of that kind of shit. Where they need acts, they need bodies that are coming in, uh, preferably adults, to drink, and they make them sell their own tickets. And then when you get there, you have to tell the door person which band you're there to see, so they can get a little hash mark, and which they may use that to pay them a certain amount based upon that. Or, oh hey, you're kind of popular. Maybe we'll give you another gig. I understand you have to start somewhere, but you don't have to do that anymore. Okay, I'm here to tell you, I had a, I used to be in a band pre-internet, pre all that stuff where you had to do shit like that. And even then it was a, a bit unscrupulous, but the way I see it is this, and the way I know it is this. If you are good, now there's going to be a ton of shitty bands. There's nothing wrong with being a shitty band, okay? And trust me, on this night there were seven shitty bands. One of them 
I have to laugh though. They have such a great name. They were called Siege Hammer. And then I remember, and then the singer went, Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are Siege Hammer. Like, you got to love it, right? But that was as long as I stayed, and here's why. Let me get back to my original point. Is that now, if you're a shitty band, that's great. Be a shitty band, but just don't stay a shitty band. But while you're a shitty band, you may have to play a shitty or two gig, but you don't have to do this. Get your music out there. Make some music. Now, I, I'm in right now. I'm in. I'm in a an office at my house. It could be anybody's bedroom. I have a microphone in my face. Just if you're young, mow lawns, get side jobs, whatever. Save up for, for some good recording equipment that you could do. And make a decent recording or, or save up some time to go into your local studio. Make a decent recording and put it out there. Put it on your YouTube channel. Whatever. Be aggressive. If it's good, people are going to want to hear this. All right. Put that first. So you don't have to play at five o'clock at, a, at some shithole like the Ridgely Room in front of three people and had to sell your own tickets in order to get there. You don't have to do that. Well, I you know Anvil's been in the game for a long time, and and you know it it is sad that they're still playing you know uh, gigs like this. The last few times they've been through town, they've actually had some pretty decent gigs with some pretty decent promoters. They played at Trees and what used to be called Gas Monkey Bar and Grill, which is now called Amplified Live. Why they took this gig, I have, I mean, I guess I do have an idea. But anyway, so eleven o'clock they were supposed to go on, and I bet you that they probably didn't even show up you know, before nine and we're like, uh, no, like we're going on at like 10 and that's that. And I didn't know that. And so I drive out there and all the way out there to get to this shitty is why I stopped in, in mid cities to see my mom. Like, well, at least the trip won't be a total bust. And I go out there and I realized it, this is not at the Ridgely theater. I thought I was like, am I at the right place? It did looks closed. And I see this little, again, like the, you know, like a pool hall that's like just this little with, with the wet floors, the whole bit. And I see outside written in chalk on a chalkboard, the set times. And I got there at 1045 and it said that Anvil went on at like 10 and they weren't even going to play past. They're not going to do like a 90 minute show. They played less than an hour and got the fuck out of there. I don't blame them. And so I was like, and he was like, what band are you here to see? And I could see the whole thing. And I was like, Jesus. So anyway, didn't see the Anvil tour. And to young bands out there, don't take gigs like that because you don't have to. Just get, but stay busy and stay aggressive and stay on your grind. And I did want to add that Anvil actually does have a new record coming out uh, this year. And they always kind of stick to this, the same pattern, like how Chicago had like 30 records that were just like numbers. Um, they're still at it. In fact, probably probably the biggest uh, uh, offender of this, believe it or not, is Greg Ken. Back in the day, the Greg Ken the band they had a hit with um, um, "Our Loves in Jeopardy" that was famously covered by Weird Al as "I Lost on Jeopardy." Well, Anvil does this thing where all their albums are three letters, and the first and third letter have the same first and third word have the same letter. For example, "Plugged in Permanent," "Absolute No Alternative," "Speed of Sound," "Plenty of Power." That doesn't really call for the albums to stick out. You know what I mean? And ever since that movie, 
uh, while they were making This Is 13, see, it's still six to it, they've actually released one, two, three, four, five, King It will be their sixth record since then. That's like a whole another career. Uh, with Juggernaut of Justice, Hope in Hell, Anvil is Anvil. And if you remember, we had the guys in Anvil on our This Is Metal show, which I hope you're, getting, you're, you're subscribing to. Uh, Pounding the Pavement, uh, Legal at Last, and now coming up is Impact is Imminent, which is also the name of an Exodus record that I really like. Um, so again, uh, still kicking ass. Every two years, still a new Anvil record. So how cool is that? So uh, make sure you check that out. Uh, okay, so rounding rounding third base now, the last two shows that we have seen uh, so far, uh, and tell you a little bit about more what we're looking forward to, is uh, we caught the Kraftwerk uh, show. Actually, I'm sorry, I think there's three shows, actually. Uh, we caught, um, before I say Kraftwerk, I want to talk about this for a second, um, is I had no idea that Rod Stewart was still touring and still touring at literally probably at still at one of his highest levels and absolutely had no idea he was still this popular and uh i got uh, asked to, to come to the show uh i wanted to give a, a massive shout out to whitney blake from the dickies arena in fort worth who has been so incredibly kind to us and so nice and accommodating and went out of her way to to make sure we all of our needs were met. Even was texting me during the show to make sure. To, I mean, just, I've been doing this for 25 years and that has never, ever, ever happened. And so Whitney, I hope you stayed with that building for a million years. Uh, but just as a good person, you know what I mean? Just a good person. And we spent two Fridays in a row there with Rod Stewart and the next Friday uh, covering WWE. And we're going to be there uh, the next few weeks. Uh, there's a big rest, uh, sorry, big boxing match coming up, the Golden Boy uh, match with Ortiz. And Rob Zombie is coming as well as, uh, we, we talked about Def Leppard at the top of the show. Another 2022 Hall of Fame inductee is Duran Duran. And I want to talk about that for a second. Because for several reasons, one is I can't wait to see that show. I've never seen Duran Duran. And part of our Growing Up 80s podcast that I hope you're checking out, again, uh, on Twitter, it's growing uh, underscore up 80s. And uh, you should be subscribing to that on uh, on Spotify and everywhere else you get your podcast. We have so many great guests. But what it is is a companion to a docu-series film uh, that I, I'm working on about me and my family. And one of the episodes is going to be about Duran Duran and with me and my sister who've never seen it. And so they're basically almost playing on her birthday. So this is also kind of like a birthday gift. And we're going to be documenting that. It puts such a bow on the story from the show, from, from, the, from the docu-series. And on top of one of their biggest years they have a new record coming out this big tour and then the induction coming up in uh in 2022 wanted to get that um wanted to get that album title uh for you uh, i usually hit pause when i do this but i'm just going to keep rolling here uh live 24 tape you gotta love that right so let's see here where are we here i got so many damn records out now that uh, let's see here. Let's see where we're at. So, um, actually, I guess I guess it already came out. Okay, 
uh, Future Pass came out last October. Okay, I thought it was I thought it would come out in January, but anyway, it's a new great record, and, and, and we we played that uh, on the show several times. Already six singles from it, so so that's pretty cool. But uh, anyway, Dickie's Arena, man, Whitney Blake, thank you so much for being so amazing and so kind to us. And we look forward to, if I had such a great summer with you, we look forward to spending the rest of the summer with you. And you guys want to check out Dickie'sArena.com in Fort Worth. Check out all their great events. If you're also, if you're a country and Western fan, they have a lot of big acts coming. Uh, The King himself, George Strait is coming. I think uh, the Judds and uh, Reba McIntyre. Um, Chris Stapleton's coming. So they have a lot of great stuff there right outside the... um, Right, right outside of downtown Fort Worth there. So make sure you check that out. Okay. So again, Rod Stewart, man. And so here's something else. I love Cheap Trick. And they were opening. So I thought, well, hey, at the very least, I'll get to see Cheap Trick who I go see every year. And uh, Man Alive, after Cheap Trick just killed, as they always do, here comes Rod Stewart. And here's something else. The place was sold out, like to the rafters. And when he came out, it was like the Beatles, man. He still looks great. He's got this all-female group. It was almost like a, a Robert Palmer thing. In fact, I think that they, uh, I think that he opened with "Addicted to Love" and even had the girls in his band kind of cosplay homage that whole portion, which was just fantastic. And then the set list was uh, was just out of this world. I want I want to pull that up right now. And what's cool is I, I was looking at it and he doesn't do the oldies act thing where he just does the same, you know, set. So it, it is kind of, you know, the the core is the same, but he mixes it around and adds stuff. But yeah, open with Addicted to Love. Went right into You Wear It Well, an old Faces song of Ooh La La. I'm not giving it away, like I said, because I can't stand when people give away the set list. Like I said, he changes it every night. Otherwise, I wouldn't be telling you this. Uh, the Persuaders cover of Some Guys Have All the Luck, Sam Cooke's Having a Party, Marvin Gaye's It Takes Two, you know, lots of covers. Uh, Cat Stevens, the first cover is the deepest. CCR's Have You Ever Seen the Rain? Um, Eddie James, I'd rather go blind. Uh, Mark Jordan's Rhythm of My Heart. Uh, Blondie's Call Me that was that was done just with the girls. Uh, people get ready for the impressions, uh, and of course, one of his his f- f- signature songs. It's actually a cover, of course, is "Have I Told You Lately," and he even did this whole breakdown acoustic song. Uh, he did um, two hot songs. He did Donna Summer's "Hot Stuff" and came out with his own "Hot Legs," which I which I was just over the moon about. Just a great night of rock and roll, and Rod still got it, and bless him, and it was just so much fun. We had so much fun with that. Um, let's see. Okay. I kind of gave it away already, but like I said, but then taking a left turn here, saw the Kraftwerk tour, saw it a few years ago when it was at the Bomb Factory in Deep Ellum, and it was this 3D thing. And, uh, and this one was also in 3D, this, this time at the Fair Park Music Hall, so a much more, uh, sedated, uh, seated, like you're seeing like a theater thing. And, and looking, and the show's long too, or at least the one, the one I remember at the bomb factory it seemed like it was like three hours long and i remember being with friends and being very engaged this one i don't know man i gotta be honest i mean it's cool and it's like on one hand it's like man it's craft work the legends the innovators and there's just something so cool about being at a craft work show right i mean how badass is that that you can still go see craft work in 2022 now of course 
Uh, I think it's only one guy uh, from the original craft work. And but it's not like a like you know Van Halen where you know it's like it ain't Van Halen without it's like the main thing is I think it's the guy Ralph Hut uh, Ralph uh, Hooter and um, I want to look this up actually just for a second here I said no I hit pause on this kind of stuff but let me look at the timeline here so Ralph has been in the band since 1969 and uh, and has been literally been doing this for what is that 52 years now. Uh, but some of the other guys aren't too slouchy either. I mean, you can't say, "Oh, Fritz Hilper, what's your, you know, it's it's Rolf and and three hired hands." No, uh, Fritz has been in the band since 1987 for 35 years. Uh, Henning Schmitz has been in the band for 31 years, um, and I guess the newest guy would be uh, um, Falk Greffenhagen, but he's been in the band for 10 years. So you know. But so I don't take exception to that, and I don't take exception to any of it all. It's just that I just—it's almost like seeing gore. It's like the idea of seeing gore is so awesome. But once you go and you've had blood scored on you the third time, you're kind of over it. And I even found myself—I guess because I'm a, an old person and I, I have two young kids that wear me the fuck out, and with everything else I got going in my life. But I was like falling asleep. I can't believe I'm saying this on, on air. That I'm so lame that I fell asleep at a Kraftwerk 3D show, but I, I kind of was nodding a little bit. The point is, is that it's cool, it's awesome. If you haven't seen it, if you have seen it, when you see it the second time, it's a little Pink Floyd laser light showy a little bit. Except for the crowd, the crowd was awesome. Um, and uh, anyway, so there's that. Uh, but then, uh, in closing, I wanted to say the most recent show that we saw was just last Friday uh, when we saw, and I love it too that we're saying this for the summer wrap-up, because the name of the tour is actually Sunshine and Summer Nights Tour. How you like, I mean, who doesn't want to go to something called Sunshine and Summer Nights in the middle of July, right? Thankfully, it was indoors, though. <laughs> uh, and this tour was uh, The Grouch, uh, along with a group called Pacifier, with a double headlining one-two punch of one of our favorite hip-hop groups um, ever, Atmosphere, along with a a, uh, a reggae band called Iration. And let's see, I think Atmosphere, let's see here too. A, I think that they, I believe so, let me see here, because I was looking at that earlier. I, nor I, said I normally hit pause on this, but I just don't feel like it's it right now. Um, Let me see, I may have to, hang on. Yeah, I thought it came out early, but actually they had a, had a record that came out last year called Word, the question mark, Word. And they're always great. Uh, you know, I will say this, though, about them. There is something about that slug guy that he's always, it's like it's crazy how I have this love-hate with him. Number one, I love it that they're from Minnesota. How many how many hip-hop groups out there are rep in Minnesota? It's almost always, you know, New York or, or Brooklyn or Los Angeles or the Bronx, right? And, you know, and now in the dirty south and all that. But, you know, hey, we're from Minnesota. And that's obviously, obviously where Prince is from. And, I, you know, obviously I hope you guys are checking out our show Prince the Encore, uh, available on podcast, uh, on Spotify and iHeartRadio. And uh, yeah, I love that. And they're very, very just unique. They're called Atmosphere. They got these two, you know, get a DJ and a visualist who are very mysterious, and then this slug guy comes out, and he says the wildest shit, 
But there's something about that fucking guy that's so goddamn unlikable that it, at the same time, so likable. Does that make sense? <coughs> I can't believe I'm coughing like this on air. Where's my editor? But, <clears throat> like, I can't wait to see what that guy's going to do. And while he's doing it, all I can think of is a lot of times is how much. I don't know how to explain it because it's, it's not like I dislike him because I, I, I go see every atmosphere any chance I, I can. But there's just something about him that makes the whole experience so unnecessarily unsettling. And not in a, like, you know, you want to go to a performance and you want to be unnerved. You want to be unsettled. It's not like that at all. There's just something about this guy's personality that it's almost like you can't imagine this guy ever having fun a single day in his life. Like there's something about this guy that's just, it's almost like seeing Mike Muir from Suicidal Tendencies or something. There's just something so like, lighten up, dude. Like cheer up, dude. And not like he's like a sad, mopey guy who's trying to elicit sympathy. No, it's just that everything is like, there's a song called God's Bath, you know, Bathroom Floor. You know, kind of when I'm at a hip-hop show, I kind of want to not be doing that. But yet, there's something else about it that's just so you can't take your eyes off of it. But um, anyway, I'm glad that I went. Uh, he comes out with a... Talk about dad vibes earlier with Limp Biscuit. He's got this like full-on 70s porn stash with the kind of the 70s prescription glasses and shorts. And he's kind of got this nervous habit of after he says a line that he likes, he does this kind of like open mouth, like, ha, I see what I did there, ha, ha, thing that's, it's kind of nerve wracking. But I'll say this, I saw them blow Cypress Hill off the fucking stage last year. And I've seen them many, many times. In fact, when I moved to New York in 2006, the very first show I ever saw uh, in New York City as a resident was Atmosphere at Irving Plaza in 2006 and that show was fucking mind-blowing so anyway uh, I just wanted to I just you know all about being you know transparent here you know but uh, I guess I would say that you know I hate to I hate to end on a, such a downer like hey you know but no it was a great show you should check it out again um, you know I mean how, how can you not love a tour uh, called excuse me, sunshine and summer nights. So anyway, we're going to take one more a quick break and we're going to come right back and we're going to talk about all the tours that are coming that we can't wait to see. Take a short break. Let me assure you this isn't an ad you can afford to skip. Simply be entranced by my voice so you can hear from these great sponsors. And now, back with more Tricky Kid Radio. This is Eva Lovia, and you're listening to Tricky Kid Radio with Roy Turner. Once again, your host, Roy Turner. All right. So the very first thing I should mention, of course, is King's X, man. They have a new record for the first time in 14 years coming out uh, on September 2nd this year. Finally, it is coming out. Uh, I can't even believe it myself. They're taking pre-orders for it right now. And uh, go to uh, kingsxrocks.com. It's on Inside Out Music. And as you know, we have been following those cats around for four years now. And we're hoping to wrap up production finally 
uh, at the end of this year, principal photography will wrap on in December of this year, and we hope to finally have this thing out for you uh, next year in 2023. It's called "Born to Be Loved: The Story of King's X," and again, their first album in 14 years is called Three Sides of One." And they're going to be in New York City, where we're going to be on July 28th. There's a couple of gigs around that. They're also playing up uh, upstate in Peekskill with the Stone Temple Pilots and also Stephen Adler from formerly of Guns N' Roses on the 30th. And they have a, uh, a, a gig on the 29th uh, outside of Philadelphia in, uh, and, um, in Sellersville, Pennsylvania. But anyway, uh, so super excited. We're going to be, we, we, we will be at the show on July 28th at Gramercy Theater. I cannot talk today. God damn. We'll be at the Gramercy Theater on July 28th filming uh, that show. We also have lots of special guests and surprises that I can't mention on air just yet because you'll just have to go there. I think there's a few tickets left, so you want to go and get on that. But if you do see, see us, please do say hello. And we look forward to that. And I am going to play you a song right now. This is the first single off of Three Sides of One. This is Let It Rain.
All right. So we hope to see you July 28th there in New York City at the Gramercy Theater. And man, when I get back home, the very first thing I'm going to do on August 2nd is I'm going to run to the Toyota Music Factory to see this kick-ass all-girl tour that's coming. My favorite musicians are, are, are have always been women. My favorite wrestlers are women. And my girl, Taylor Momsen and the Pretty Reckless are finally bringing the Death by Rock and Roll Tour, co-headlining with, of course, Lucy Hale and Hailstorm. And then there's a, a couple of other uh, um, a girl acts that are, and I certainly don't mean to sound dismissive at all, uh, uh, as that's a good thing. Uh, Lilith Czar is uh, going to be opening the show along with this uh, kind of like teen uh, girl band called The Warning. I can't wait to see all four of them. I'm a massive, massive fan of Taylor Momsen and The Pretty Reckless, as any listener to this show knows. And I haven't got to see her uh, for quite a few years now. And dying to hear those new songs from Death by Rock and Roll, who was in our one of our top records uh, of last year. So super duper excited for this. And that's coming um, to Texas on in August next month. So looking forward to that. We may or may not, uh, I'll, I'll let you know, but we actually may be covering the Gathering of the Juggalos for the first time. That's happening in Legend Valley, Ohio. Uh, literally the next day, so I might see Taylor and then hop on a plane to Ohio. Uh, also, the PowerCon, the He-Man convention, is happening that same weekend, so that's also why I say that. Uh, my gosh, um, I just talked, I literally just talked to Charlie from Anthrax, um, and they're going to be touring with uh, uh, Hate Breed and Black Label Society, and I guess you've heard the news also that Charlie and Zach from Black Label are going to be doing another tour next year, but as members of Pantera. Now, as somebody that grew up here in Texas with Pantera uh, and got to know the Abbott brothers very well and uh, and missed those guys dearly, um, I know a lot of people are having some misgivings or different feelings. I say fuck all that. It's going to be a celebration. I know where Charlie's coming from. He's a dear friend of mine. He's awesome. You know, it's never, of course, going to be Pantera without the Abbott brothers. I don't, but, you know, but people also don't know how legal stuff works. And, you know, in, in licenses and shit like that. If they call it Pantera and Friends or like how Dead and Company, it, it's not going to quite have the same thing. You'd have to come up with a new logo and a new trademark. Just, you know, for that entity, for those reasons, they're going to call it Pantera. And I think that's what people take exception to. Well, you can't call it Pantera. Look, just forget all that and just go to the show and have a great time. And I'll say this too, that Phil Anselmo and Rex Brown, both who, by the way, are in our King's X movie, have a very intertwining, their story intertwines and intersects so much with King's X. And I can't wait for you guys to see uh, Phil and Rex in our in our film. Those two guys are also responsible of why those songs also are those songs. It wasn't just you know the Abbott brothers. So I'm excited uh, that for young people to be able to hear these songs in some capacity. So anyway, so make sure you check that out. Um, I'll be returning back to New York uh, in August for uh, Rage Against the Machine. has got this great tour happening right now. I'm going to do five nights at Madison Square Garden. I'll be there for, for several of them. And, and as I mentioned earlier, I finally, after there is no tour I'm more looking forward to than the Motley Crew Stadium Tour. We, we 
started the show at the very top with Def Leppard, of course, along with Poison and Joan Jett. How is this not going to be so much fun? Talk about misgivings. Yes, I, as a Motley fan, I know what Vince can be like live, and I know all that shit. You know what? A fat, out-of-breath Vince is better than no Vince. Go to the show, get out of your own way, have fun and enjoy yourself this summer. I know that I will. I'm going to I'm going to every show in Texas to see my favorite band since I was nine years old. Motley fucking crew, man. And out of all the setbacks that they've had, I'm just so happy to see uh, that that is finally, finally coming to uh, fruition. And... Uh, Man, you know, uh, and of course, and again, like I said, we're going to wrap up the summer. We mentioned, of course, with uh, Duran Duran. Uh, and there's also some intersections here. Doug Pinnock is in a band with Ray Lugier, uh, who's also in Mick Mars's so, uh, band, who's eventually going to be coming out with some a solo record. And so Korn has got a great tour coming in the month of September. And uh, uh, Iron Maiden is on. Is the Beast is back on the road? Um, Allison Chains is on tour in September. So lots and lots. The, uh, the Scorpions, White Snake, have a one-two punch coming. And then, and then this is, of course is going to be more fallish. But it begins at the end of summer. Probably the second tour I'm looking forward to the most is My Dude's Clutch, who of course have been like family to me for over 25 years i've done many many tours with them and they're really good about bringing out bands that you've never heard of to kind of give them a shot well this time i guess they decided you know what this time we're going to bring two peers and there are no besides caius there are no band in the 90s maybe faith no more uh that i love more than these three clutch quicksand and helmet can you believe it I can't believe it. I'm I'm over the freaking moon. And Clutch just announced yesterday that they have a new album coming out called Sunrise on Slaughter Beach. It's also coming out in September. So they're going to kick off the tour with that with a new record. Uh, and man, the fall looks bright as hell. Again, I hope you've had a great, great summer. You're having a great summer so far. We got a long ways to go, my friend. Make sure you're also you're checking out our my Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash DJ Tricky Kid. Again, we got those two mixtapes that are coming up uh, next week. Make sure you don't miss those. I'm gonna do one of them live poolside on Twitch. So make sure that you're subscribing there and following along there. And follow along with all the shows I've mentioned throughout this show, Tricky Kid Radio. After Dark, uh, I mean, Tricky Radio, then After Dark, Prince the Encore, This Is Wrestling, This Is Metal, Van Halen Center Swing, uh, Growing Up 80s, and of course, what you're listening to right now is DJ Tricky Kids in the Mix. I'm your host as always, Roy Turner. Have the best fucking summer ever, and we will see you next week. For more music, DJ tips, and instruction, follow along on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash DJ Tricky Kid and on Instagram at DJ Tricky Kid. And don't miss exclusive sets and masterclasses by following along on Twitch 
at twitch.tv forward slash DJ Tricky Kid. And follow me, Tabby Cat, at twitch.tv forward slash Tabby Cat. Victoria's Secret, me must get crushed up. Your bra showing, picking dust up. You light your trees up. I'm just a man to skin your knees up. Walk behind you, tuck your stomach in. I redesign you. Urge any emergency, your girl is crying.